Well, hey there. I am so glad that you've joined us on the Ditching Perfection podcast, a podcast that will help you pursue wholeness in Jesus rather than trying to have it all together. I'm your host, Carly Bartlett, and in this new series, together we'll embark on a journey to find the transformative truths hidden within the inquiries posed by Jesus himself. Along the way, I believe that we will discover answers through Jesus's questions. Welcome to Jesus Q&A. When I was growing up, one of my absolute favorite things was to walk through the toy aisles of the store. And I'll tell you what, I could not wait to get to the Barbie aisle specifically. Oh my gosh, I loved, loved it. It was like a little magical dreamland for me just to look at all the dolls and the outfits and the, the Barbie minivans, of course, and the dream houses. Oh my goodness, I could walk through and just picture everything being added to my own collection at home. But then, of course, my parents would say, Carly, you don't need any more Barbies. You have enough. And I'll tell you what, I was so disappointed every time. But now that I'm a parent, I get it. I do. I get it. Because my own kids do the same thing, and they don't even play with all the stuff that they have. When school was out, actually, Lulu, she really wanted a subscription to this online math program that she used at school. She wanted to play all summer. And so naturally, I'm like, okay, well... It's a learning tool. She wants to do math. Okay, let's do it. And she was so excited. And I love that she was excited about a math game. I mean, that's great. She like didn't stop hugging me for 30 minutes. You would have thought that I bought her a Barbie dream house, but no, it was a a, a math game. (laughs) And she was like, this is going to be so fun. I can't wait to play it all summer. And literally how many times has she played it in the last month? Like three. Yep. Like three. I reminded it, reminded her about this yesterday and she was like, oh, yeah, maybe we should just cancel that. (laughs) And so, you know, with all this said, I think it's not just an eight-year-old me problem in the Barbie aisle or a Lulu online math, you know, math program struggle. Like all of us have this struggle where we kind of have a hard time determining what we really need. Because here's the thing. I think our definition of need is skewed because we live in an instant gratification culture. For many of us, if we want crumble cookies because they have the churro cookie, which is my personal favorite, um, we can get it within 15 minutes. And yes, I did that two nights ago. See, we really don't know what it means to deny the whims of our wants because we're used to such quick satisfaction. And I think that sometimes this quick satisfaction actually robs us of true dependence on Jesus. And I I have to admit it, you know, when I'm having kind of a bummer day, it's really easy for me to run by Starbucks or turn on Gilmore Girls rather than first talking to Jesus about maybe why I'm feeling frustrated or sad. So all of this leads to our passage today, which talks about this issue of needs and wants. This passage takes place during the Last Supper, which we read from in our previous episode two. Um, episode 71, or excuse me, 72. And today our reading comes from Luke 22 in that same setting. And here Jesus has just broken the bread that symbolizes his broken body. And he's invited the disciples to drink from the cup, which symbolizes the blood that he was going to shed and the covenant of relationship that he had, had established with them through his love. Then immediately out of that, the disciples start arguing about who is the greatest. 
I mean, really, come on. Just right after Jesus talked about his own self-sacrifice, they start talking about self-promotion. Oh, my goodness. The disciples, they so often make us just uh, shake our heads, right? But I think we see ourselves in them, too. And in that moment, their need for security was found in position, not in the person of Jesus. See, they, like us, had a wonky vision of what true need was. And then after Jesus told Peter that Peter would deny Jesus three times, Jesus asks the question we're diving into today. We're going to be reading in John chapter 13, verses 35 through 38. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without a purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, But now if you have a purse, take it, and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written, And he was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. The disciple said, see, Lord, here are two swords. That's enough, he replied. So in this passage of scripture, Jesus is reminding the disciples of a time when they were sent out on their early missionary travels. They did not need a bunch of stuff. <laughs> they didn't rely on purses, bags, or sandals. They, they had all they needed. And they had experienced what it was like to trust God and trust that God would provide for them. And in my bite-sized Bible study this week, I'm talking about Jesus sending the disciples on their journeys and how the sending can actually inspire us as we think about being a people on mission in our context today. So if you haven't signed up for my weekly emails yet, you can do that at carlycommunicates.com slash resources. So now though, going back to our passage, we are seeing that Jesus is inviting the disciples to reflect on this time where they didn't have anything. But now in this moment, he is, he is sending them in a different way. He is sending them and he is sending them with some things this time, but with also the memory of how he has provided for them. See, they've journeyed with Jesus. They've seen his miracles. They've seen him calm the storms. They've seen him heal the sick. And his crucifixion, as we've talked about, is just around the corner. So Jesus is saying to them, remember, you didn't need stuff on your journey before, but today they might need a few more things because it's a new season. It's a new chapter for them. See, they were going to be the ones to carry out the mission of Jesus on earth. Jesus knew that he would die and be resurrected, but that he wouldn't be on earth forever and that he would send the Holy Spirit to help them. But this meant that the disciples needed to prepare in a new way. It's interesting that swords are mentioned, and I just wanted to talk about this for a minute. Um, scholars actually believe that the swords were more symbolic and metaphorical, not necessarily, you know, talking about a literal sword. In the New Beacon Bible Commentary on Luke, it stated that scholars believe that the mention of the sword referred to the fact that trials and hardships were ahead and they needed to be ready, metaphorically, with a sword, but not with an actual sword. Because Jesus never actually calls his followers in scripture to violent resistance or fighting. And actually, in fact, if we fast forward a little bit, when Peter pulls out his sword and cuts off the soldier's ear, when Jesus is arrested after the Last Supper, Jesus does not approve of this. 
So Jesus is telling the disciples in this instance to symbolically be prepared to take on the mission of Jesus, but it's not one of violence or dominance, but one of sacrifice and reliance on Jesus. So with all this said, Jesus does instruct his disciples to gather some things and be prepared when before they didn't take anything. And as I was reading this, I really think the order of all of this is intentional. Before they picked up stuff to take, they had to learn to rely on Jesus's provision first. And so once they realized that their security was found in the person of Jesus instead of possessions, then he invited them to utilize some possessions on their journey. But the possessions couldn't be the priority. The same goes for us. We likely won't sell everything or go places without a wallet. We will, you know, trust that Jesus can, if he wants to, miraculously put gas in our car because, yes, God can do that. But, you know, is that the way that we're going to live? We're just going to decide to leave without anything and any provisions? No, we probably won't do that. Is God able to provide for us in miraculous ways? Yeah. But it's highly unlikely that we will be sent out like the disciples without a purse, a bag, or sandals. We, in our context today, will be on mission with things, with supplies, with our wallets. But we can't rely on things more than we rely on Jesus. Life with Jesus is a life of sacrifice. We can, ins- we can still enjoy crumble cookies and watch Netflix from time to time. Yeah, for sure. But we also need to be willing to hold things loosely and be willing to give up our comfort, our stuff, our positions. We need to give those things up if God asks us to. Also, I think this passage reminds us that we need to then think about how we define our needs and our wants. We really need Jesus. And we don't necessarily need many other things that we actually think that we need. So as we sit with Jesus's question this week, I invite you to reflect on these things, on these questions. What things do I think I need that are actually getting in the way of true dependence on Jesus? And then secondly, is there anything I need to let go of for now or forever? that will help me depend on Jesus more fully. Let's pray. Jesus, we are in a culture of instant gratification where if we want something, it's usually pretty easy to get it. We don't know how to wait well. We don't often know how to even be um, desperate for something. And some of us do. I, I acknowledge, God, that there are some of my friends listening that that are in desperate situations or have been before. And they actually can teach us something, God, because so many of us, we just, we are so, so quick to meet our own needs that we don't always rely on you to meet them for us. So God, I pray for myself. I pray that you would help me let go of comfort and convenience, that you would help me to rely on you in greater ways because sometimes the things that I think I want actually get in the way of what I truly need. 
and that's reliance on you. So help me, God. Help me let go of things, maybe temporarily or in the long term, that are actually getting in the way of me depending upon you. Help me, God. Give me wisdom. Give me grace. Give me strength. And I pray these things for my friends that are listening too. We love you, God. Thank you for loving us and providing everything that we need. Amen. so much for joining me for this episode of Jesus Q&A. If this podcast resonates with you and you want to continue the journey of pursuing wholeness in Jesus, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. That way you won't miss a single episode. I'd also love for you to share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone else who may find hope from diving into the depths of Jesus's questions. I believe that the conversations we're having here matter, and we would love to have others join our community in our little corner of the internet. Well, friends, I look forward to diving into more Jesus Q&A with you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to connect on Instagram, you can find me at Carly Communicates. Talk to you soon.